when I first heard stakes is high. I was in. Damn, where was I? Yeah. Stakes is high. high you high. know them stakes is high. high we high. talking about them. Going on, everyone. Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast having real conversations with real people. And I'm your host, Jones. I want to thank everyone who has been tuning in weekly and from the beginning, everyone who's given me support and love. I really appreciate you guys. To the new listeners, if you could go to SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and for the Apple users, iTunes, make sure you search Stakes is High podcast. Please follow subscribe rate and leave comments i will be responding to those and i really appreciate you guys doing that if you want to leave a a personal message or email with a a possible uh, guest or show ideal please leave an email at the stakes podcast at gmail.com i am on instagram and twitter under twitter i am the under the handle at black ice underscore oh six and for instagram i am jones underscore stakes podcast please follow me there i'm active on social media you know follow me you know like my post and everything like that and i will be responding so i really appreciate you guys and please enjoy the show stakes is high peace this week i am in uh the h-town I'm here with my homie, uh, returning guest, uh, Dez. What's up, brother? Yo, what's happening, brother? What's happening, man? Welcome back. I oh, appreciate you, man. People think we sound alike when we on the when we on. I the, heard uh, that. Somebody <laughs> was like, is that, your, uh, "Is that your podcast?" Yeah. I was like, "No, nah, that's my brother, man." <laughs> yeah, yeah. People think we sound alike. <laughs> but welcome back, man. Appreciate you. Hey, man. Thanks for the hospitality. You always show me a good time when I'm hey, here. Open doors whenever you want it, bro. All right, man. Got to take this BC powder when I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't understand what the BC powder does, we'll, you know, we'll tell you later. Oh, also for everyone, please, if you have any uh, topics or guest ideals, please uh, email me. Uh, it's thestakespodcast at gmail.com. I check that on a regular. So like I said, if you have an idea, if you want to be a guest, or if you know someone that would be a good guest for the podcast, please, please, um, you know, email me. So yeah, this also, I said, this haven't, I don't let everybody know, man, this is Stakes is High podcast season two, season two. But anyway, back to my guests. I, like I said, Desmond's back in the house. And I had to, I had to, I had to stop by and see the big homie, the the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Y'all know that laugh. Hey, what's going on, Jones? Oh, man, I had to come by and see my man D Murph. Hey, what I up, appreciate boy? It, man, it's good to see you, man. We finally get to link up in in, in person. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate man. you having me too, bro. Yeah, man. Anybody that knows D Murph, listen to uh, Why Not Sports. Uh, I'm gonna let him plug his show and everything. But yo, this is one of the most positive dudes that you know that I know. Uh, always giving giving me dropping nuggets and just being positive. So man, I, I'm happy to finally meet this brother. Yes, What's sir. up, man? Hey, man, good man. And Houston, nice too, man. I, I, I love the weather and welcome. Yeah, and there's some of my folks out there in the Midwest. I hope it's at least in the 50s. Because it's about 80 degrees here right now. And yeah. I'm loving every single minute of it, man. And, uh, but, yeah, as far as wide now sports and uh, uh, actually Big Roy, if you want to. Yeah, yeah. You got to out Big Roy, yeah, man. Big Roy, I, I, was, ahead, thing, I got dog. cut up with D. Murph. Big Roy, what's up, brother? Man, what's happening, man? <laughs> <laughs> ah, my dog, Roy Boy. 
But uh, why not sports, as y'all heard, man, on the, on the side of me is uh, my dog, co-host, Big Roy. Um, why not sports can be uh, found on SoundCloud, Google Play, as well as iTunes. Uh, my social media tags, I'm going to just put that out early. Uh, it's DMurf on Twitter, IG, at It's DMurf. And, um, and, of course, I have the Flagrant 2 podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. you know, I, I told you offline, but a lot of the format of that is similar to what you do as far as the weekly guests and weekly things and just giving people an opportunity to use our platform other than sports for me. Yes, sir. Because people saw me as more of a sports guy, so now I'm, being, I'm able to branch out. And then last but not least, down with the DMs with myself, D. Moore, which is a.k.a. Penrose, a.k.a. Mr. Poetry Emotion. Hey, what so, up, Penrose? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty busy, man, but I got good guys like yourself, Big Roy, and, and of course now Dez, and then, yeah. you know, you and Penrose. I just got so many people around me that's making this transition that's what's up, for man. me much easier. So, that's what's up, I'm, I'm having fun doing it, though, man. Yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> Big Roy, what's up, man? Man, what's happening, man? <laughs> I, you hear that Houston in that voice what's right there? <laughs> you know, all the way down south. Yeah, man. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, man. Yeah. Appreciate you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, this is not actually my first guest. Big time. You know, I've been missing a lot of events with D Murph, but you know, I'm, I'm glad this is gonna be my first one to be a guest on. So. That's what's up, man. Welcome, man. It, Welcome, man. man. And man, this is adult podcast, man. Say what you want, you know. Say how you want it. You Shit. Know? Oh. <laughs> y'all know I don't cuss. So I yeah, D Murph don't, yeah, Murph don't cuss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. But no, welcome, man. You know, um, like I said, man, I, um, I've been connecting with you, you know, uh, through the, you know, just through through social media, man, and just a group of people coming together. Everybody out here, you know, that's doing podcasts and other podcasters. Yeah, it's it's a it's a circle of people, man, that we connected and man, association, we've been man. Yeah, yeah. It so, really is. So you know, shout out to them and um, yeah, man. Let's 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 get this thing in Houston. <laughs> 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 All right, fellas. So. Let's get these topics rolling. Um, but like, once again, welcome to the Stakes is High podcast season two. So what I want to do, man, you know, uh, shout out to the Drunken Knights. Uh, they just had an episode. Um, it's been a few weeks ago and they were discussing this topic somewhat in a, in a sense. But uh, I kind of want to take a different direction. But uh, and this is a, I think this is a conversation that's been had. I remember hearing it ever since I was a little a little kid, man, you know. And um, it's talking about athletes and dating outside of their race once they become successful. So you see, you always see the, um, I don't think the story, I don't want to give it too much more light because people have talked about it before about the Twitter or conversation that mm -hmm. one of supposedly, it was supposed to be, um, I think it was a Miami Dolphin. I don't yeah, know. It was a Miami the, Dolphin player. Yeah. So yeah. it was talking about, you know, why they did out their race and basically giving all the examples of why they don't date sisters. And... I had an episode, uh, it's, been, it's been a while ago, it was called um, I Love White Women, and it was a brother on there speaking. I, I damn near got my head cut off by the sisters because of that. <laughs> <laughs> we it, got love for y'all sisters, yeah, by the way. Yeah, and it wasn't even me saying it, it was this brother saying it. So. <laughs> hey, he said, seen that coming, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but hey, that's what we do, though, man. Yeah, we man. gotta start the conversation. Yeah, so, you know, he was, I mean, he gave his point of view on, on why he dated white women and why he didn't date sisters, but anyway, uh, if you haven't heard that episode, it's called I Love White Women. It's, you know, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff. But anyway, I kind of want to stick on that. One reason I want to go, I wanted to talk about it, one, because uh, Desmond, you play D1 football. Mm -hmm. And D Murph, you hooped, you know, D1. And, of course, you know, oh, Big Roy, too. D1, okay, yeah, you yeah, tip yeah, two-step. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and um, I wanted to talk about that, man, because you guys have seen 
<clears throat> the transition of I'm sure you guys have seen known some guys who've gone on to the professional level. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen brothers who've was dating sisters and then they became successful and then they start dating outside their race and regardless you only leave your ass for a white girl yeah so you know um i kind of want to talk about this you know and, and and i think that actually that story about the miami dolphin cat i think it was fake mm -hmm. yeah okay. i think he came out and spoke and was like that's not me I have uh i have a black my wife's black you know look at my pictures uh-huh you know what i mean so but anyway um it's it's even though his was fake, it's still a conversation that we can have, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, just off y'all experiences, just by the yes or no's or whatever, have you guys seen brothers who been with sisters get <laughs> successful, <laughs> and even not even on a sports level? Let's just say in a professional world, just yeah. job or whatever, you know? Yeah. And ha have you guys seen that? Ha have you you know has that been pretty common? You guys seen that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, plenty mm -hmm. of times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> plenty yeah, of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, what, what? Let's start off. So, what do you think? What do you think it is, and why do you think that's the case so often? That brothers, you know, are with sisters, struggling, trying to make it, and then you know they hit that money or they hit that success, and you know they get with that white woman or the exotic woman the you know the spanish or whatever it is you know and, mm -hmm. and more often in our community we always hear you with that white girl you know what i mean so, even though they're not white it's a, a general <laughs> exactly exactly concept yeah what y'all think man why, why is that whoever yeah yeah and we got another we got another man what's your man name? ej ej what up ej we got ej in the house I'm ej crazy. what's going on you, you come grab one yeah, of these go, if you want to yeah dog. he gonna come over here <laughs> <laughs> But go ahead, man. Whoever wants to answer first, go ahead. Go ahead, D. Murphy. You got it. Oh, well, uh, I appreciate the hospitality again, Dez. <laughs> but I, I'm going to just speak before just to let more listeners know about me. Uh, I know when I was in college. Um, well, before college, I was actually fortunate enough to where um, I basically dated all races. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's, it's, it's wasn't, I went to college, I joke and say majority rules. With me being as South Texas as it gets, majority was Hispanic. Mm -hmm. So that still didn't take away the person I was. I just went first thinking with the wrong head and two majority rules. Yes. So mm -hmm. that didn't take away from my personal view. It didn't take away from my sister because right now I do. I am married to a sister and Big Roy, you saw my family. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. African-American, right? Yes, all the way. OK, so <laughs> my point is that at that particular time when I was younger, it was just something, like I said, majority rules, but that still didn't take away the love I had for my sister. It was just me just kind of at that certain time. And listeners, I know I did have, it was some sisters at the university, mm -hmm. but it wasn't that many to the point to where other guys probably jumped on them before I did. And then it was kind of like, hmm. So let me ask you a question. When you left high school, did you have a high school sweetheart? Or, did you, or were you single when you went to I school? I was single in high school. Okay, okay. I was single right. in high school. Because at that time, just a little more background about me, my mom had me at 16. So I was kind of spooked that uh, if I even attempt to get it in the way I know I could, I, got you. I was going to basically have yeah, a generational yeah, curse yeah, where yeah, I mean, yeah. I got a, a woman pregnant now in so high you, school. You broke the, unlike others, you broke the chain of yes, sir. continuing what, you know, yes, sir. People, your people. Okay. Yes, sir. So that was kind of why I kind of stayed, you know, to myself in high school. But once I went to college. It was on. It was a uh, it was a variety for the big homie. But anyway, but yeah, that was just my story, man. Like I said, that don't take away from my sisters because I love them. Yeah, they definitely hold us down. And uh, on the on the flip side of that, like you said, for those who are successful at a certain point and why they switch over, 
I, I, I can't speak for it. Okay. I, I really can't. But I can say that there's a guy that I know, and I'm trying to get him on one of the shows. He told me he does it because of the history. You know, how okay. the, the, the Caucasians or white people, how they did us. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's talk, because I want to talk about that, because that's one of the things that I want to I want to go in. Okay. But uh, Big Roy or Dez, you know, what, what do you... Um, for me, man, I was, I mean, I was around the sisters a lot in high school, mm-hmm. you know, growing up here in Houston and out there in uh, Missouri City, Mo City and all Mo that. City. You know, so when I, when I left high school, I had a girlfriend. Okay. You know, I had a girlfriend, even though she knew I was going away to play football and all that stuff. You know, I mean, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work out very long, but once I got to my school. Which is common, you know, you yeah. get your girlfriend, you leave, you yeah. go to school, it's over. And they get, you get, the, <laughs> you get the stereotype of, oh, you finna go play football so you can have all the girls, everybody yeah. wanna, wanna be with you and all that. That's a stereotype comes with it when you leave your high school being a good player and all that stuff. So, I mean, I knew for a fact when I got to college that it, it will last, but I don't think how long it will last. Yeah. You, you know, then when you get to college, you adapt to what's around you. You know, if it's sisters, Latinos, uh, white people, whatever, you adapt to what's there. You know, that's kind of happened with me. I just adapted because when I was going out there, I was adapted being around Hispanics and white girls. So that was there. So I got to roll with it. That's you know? Okay. Cool, so, okay. It, it, but it, you, when you're dating people like that and you walk in, like, to a restaurant, I remember a couple of times I walked into a restaurant in college with a Hispanic girl. You know, them like, girls look good. They're my beautiful women, you yeah, know. And yeah, first right. thing you do, everybody just turn their head. And I was like, look at you as you walk in as a black dude, physically fit, you know, you know, muscular dude, tall dude. But one of their best looking Hispanic girls. So I think they feel some type of way about it, but they don't want to say it. But it just caught off guard that you, you know what I mean, with that woman and she's with you sometimes. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I experienced it on both sides of the fence, you know. So I think people do date outside their race when we become like professional athletes and get a little more money because like it's a lot to come with the system you know <laughs> yeah that's what i want to talk you know about I mean? see it's i want to get on that too it's a lot that comes along with it being with a system besides other races so okay okay yes i think we yeah. kind of could share the experience because we both went to school together yeah, yeah i mean i think that um i mean it's kind of like what what these fellows were talking about in terms of numbers as well right so at ball state when i was there it was like seven percent you know, black. minority, yeah, and three black, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. and wow. so you know when you have very limited out of twenty thousand people resources, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you know you just kind of kind of fall in wherever you yeah. may, especially coming in as a freshman, and I wasn't really, I mean, in the dorms it was like all white people, you know, even <laughs> though I had a girl when I went to school um, that was black from high school, um, once we broke up it was kind of like it's all these white girls and they're so friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and um, okay with talking to you or whatever <laughs> and you know those few sisters they may have a dude already or, you know your your frat brother didn't talk to him or your teammate didn't talk to him or whatever yeah um, and so it's not because you're not interested in a sister it's just because you know th- those are the resources that are available um, so what do you I mean what do you think I about, mean my thing I mean, is so <clears throat> it's kind of interesting you say that because with us going to school together mm-hmm. You know, when I came in, of course, we're going to a majority white university. Right. And I know what I know is, like we, like you said, out of 20,000 students, mm-hmm. 7% minority, three mm-hmm. black, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, like, I, I, it's almost like I didn't, I didn't date white girls in college because mm-hmm. I started hanging with the black folks, even, if, even though we were only 3%, and then you pledge, and then you start getting in your circle of people. Mm-hmm. And then, well, for me, you I know never, what I'm saying? I never, I never actually dated a white girl um, just because I was never actually 
I never. We never was, was around. Yeah, yeah, I never was yeah, really, yeah. That, that's what me too. I never actually dated a white girl yeah, before. You like know? That never was my thing. And we yeah. didn't really have a lot of Hispanics and things like nah, that. Nah, see, Indiana's Indiana. different than like y'all saying right. in Texas is a little bit. So different. It was like yeah. black and white basically. Yeah, the Hispanic yeah. the Hispanic culture in uh, Indiana is more like the working Mexican. Right. The field gotcha. that come that migrate to work and then they leave when Correct. it's winter. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So yeah. So I mean, I, I think you're right. Um, just you know in terms of. It's kind of but how, you, are how you, you saying, get plugged in. It's, it's how okay. you get plugged in. Okay. So are you um, saying, basically, you were saying you can see how because yeah, of... Okay, it, okay, it, okay yeah, I I'm speaking you. from, like, just thinking about perspective and thinking about my teammates and things yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, okay, I thought you were saying you because no, I'm like, no, damn, not me personally, okay. no. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. thinking about my teammates and things like that, it, it's because... I mean, and some of them, it was just because white girls were easy. That's what they think, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like... Yeah. Well, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's like, why not? I mean, that's that's just yeah. how a lot of them thought. And I, I could see why... Especially at that age, you know, yeah. with college, I mean, you, you, you know 18, what I'm saying? 19, 20. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. going to do what they do, you know? For so. sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Let's touch on the... Because um, Big Roy was going to say something about, you know, the sisters. So... Let's get past that and let's talk about, because uh, you said the sisters come with a lot of, they come with a lot, man. You know, it come with a lot dealing dealing with them, you know, and things like that. Not all. And I hate to generalize just because it's irresponsible to generalize. But right. let's just kind of, you know, talk about, I guess, the stereotype or or even our, or even our, um, or even our, uh, our experience. You know what I'm saying? So, Big Roy, you were saying that the sisters was, it was it was sometimes hard to deal with them or, you know, it's work. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what, what was it? What do you mean by that? Yeah. I mean, and you're right. It's not all sisters, you know, I right, mean, right, take right. that back. It's not every single one you meet. It's just, you know, you run across here and there, now and there and that your sister's going to be like that. But I'm, I was speaking in general, like emotional, emotional, more can be more emotional. Their personalities, they're more the attitude. You hear that a lot, the word attitude yeah, with the sisters, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and like, and dude who's maybe seeing a professional athlete or whatever, he doesn't want to deal with that on a nightly basis, everyday basis, you know, touching on an attitude when he just come on from a tough loss or a tough, you know, something going mm, on in his professional mm. life, you know, to come out and deal with an attitude about you not calling, texting, and all that stuff. Mm. Little things, you know, okay. things okay. like that, you know. Makes sense. Okay, I got you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just letting my. This will like when we do why not sports. I just shake my head and listen because. No, mean, no. I mean, no, I, I want you to go ahead and chime in. I think that. Um, I mean, that's that's an interesting, you know, take on it because I think that, I mean, it's a lot of other races as well that you know that have those same types of attitudes. Um, I mean, you know, I, I think that unfortunately society says that black women have attitudes you know yeah, that's angry I'm black saying. woman type yeah. thing you know what <laughs> I mean? and so you know people may have that they may hold on to that perspective and that thought and um and, and really go off of that you know not because of their experiences specifically but just because that's just what they hear and that's that's what they they think is real so i mean see i kind of i think i i think i can go where i can see where big roy is coming from so mm-hmm. If you it, culturally, if you look at percentage wise, single single mothers are raising their daughters, right? Mm-hmm. So when you look at that, they have to teach their daughters. Black women, I'm talking about percentage wise, black women. They're teaching their daughters, hey, listen, no one's gonna do this for you. You have to be independent. You have to be strong. Okay. So when you when you have like, and and let's just say. Like, like we're saying, just going off percentages, pure percentages. Mm-hmm. When you look at, like, white families, they're having two-parent homes. Not that it's always good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're having a two-parent home, and they're teaching them how to – you see the mother catering to the husband mm-hmm. or being submissive to the husband. So when you have a, a black parent, 
that's teaching your daughter, nah, girl, stay strong. You don't need nobody to help you do this because look how I'm doing it, which is not a bad thing. But then, like Big Roy saying, I'm coming home from a tough game, a tough loss or whatever it is, practice, and I want to plop down. She's like, get your sweaty self up and, you know, or get it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, I had to work hard for this. I'm working hard. But when I'm, but when I'm around, I mean, because, you know, my, one of my best friends played in the league. Yeah. And, you know, when I was around his teammates who were married and even, even him, you right. know, and he's married to a black woman. It wasn't like that. You know, okay. it's not like they're stressing them about, you know, those types of things. Right, you know, right, I right, think right. that maybe on the lower level, maybe you might get that type of beef. Okay. But, I mean, they're living a good life. So why would they complain about, you know, those things like that? Well, in my, in my opinion, I can see both sides. Like I said, I have the yeah, best I'm of just both curious, worlds. Yeah, we're just, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Sparking yeah. a conversation. Because I, I look at my wife right now, and, and my wife has a master's degree. And she's very successful in what she do. And then here's the big home. You yeah. know, so so and, and, and Big Roy will tell you he came by the house and, and definitely we were blessed. And, and I think initially, though, it took us to communicate for us to know each other's role when we first got together. Mm-hmm. And I think if, if it is far as us as black men dating outside the race or even our race, I think the biggest thing is us letting that particular person know this is what we're expecting. Yeah. And if they're down with it, cool. If not, as a man, guess what? We're going to find someone, regardless of the race, for the most part, yeah. who's going to satisfy our needs. And I for think sure. that, that probably comes with the honesty of, of when you're dating and, and, like you said, setting the expectations. <laughs> yeah. But do you guys think, like, okay, so going to just, like, just kind of, like, blanket statement of percentages, right? So okay. do you think there's something that comes with that? Do you think there's a psycholo- there's a psychological aspect of it? Because your, 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 boy's, your boy's wife may have been raised in a two-family household. She wasn't. No, I'm just saying. I'm, right. I'm just giving, for like, example. You, you, okay. for example, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, or her mother saw her mother cater to sure. her, her grandpa, sure. grandfather, mm-hmm. right? Sure. But do you guys think there is uh, a psyche or a psychological, um, it, is it like, do you think there is, like, something that comes with that? So, for example, if it is the single mother raising, and, and that's her, she's seen her mom raise her by herself because the dad wasn't there, and it just keeps getting passed down, mm-hmm. do you think something goes on to that when it goes to now it's time to have this man come in your life Absolutely. and you don't know how to deal with it? Absolutely. Yeah. Just like right you, on. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, just, like, just like you said, if a man after generations isn't in that woman's life, so a good one do come, the defense is going to be up. Boom. And this is not for all women. No, no. Right. We just, but we just, but, yeah, but this for the sake of the, the, conversation. the situation yeah, 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 that sure. you said, for those women that might still have that quote-unquote angry attitude or stuck up in her ways and not letting a brother that's actually doing something come into her life, she's holding on to what her mother exactly. said sure. or what her grandmother said. So she's like, well, I, I'm, I'm going to hold strong. <laughs> and I think far as our society, women, we are as black men out here. I'm in a room with four black men that are successful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, I hear, well, Murphy married, but I'm hanging around three other guys that's doing their thing. So give us a chance. Mm-hmm. Give us an opportunity. We're not perfect. But unlike how your mother and your grandmother were, you know, you know, treat, being treated or treating their guys, you can't do us like that because times have changed. Yeah. We can make as much as you, and even if we don't, if we work as a unit, because times do change from decades to decades, but for yeah. as of right now, I believe we need each other more than anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that's kind of what you had mentioned last 
a few minutes ago, D. Mervin, you say about the communication thing. Yeah. You know, we might be sitting here thinking, uh, she's at the attitude, she don't want to be bothered, but that just the way she was raised, you know, to be that woman she is exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. You know, but we sitting here thinking, oh man, she got attitude again tonight? Like, damn, yeah, another night? Like, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's just the know, way she's been brought up now she's been raised now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So do you think that you think that we just avoid that all yep. all, all together because yep. we don't want to deal with that time? I agree we, with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so like, you know, so if you want her to fix your meal after practice and say, babe, can you, can you have, oh, can we have, uh, can you have my meal prepared and ready for me? That's something that has to be communicated in right. fairness just to say, hey, this is what I like. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing, if you don't communicate that with her, you're like, Negro, get your own plate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she ain't going to see no mind reading. And, and then you'd be like, man, I dated that white girl in college. She and made she, my meal she for made, me. Yeah, even me she had my drink ready when I came home. <laughs> I had to add some salt. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was right. she she catered to me. She was submissive right. in a sense to where, you know. But that's too easy though. I don't want at a certain age, we don't want nothing that's that easy though. Some at least people, I don't. Some people do though. Some people don't want the challenge to have to communicate and say, damn, I wish she already came to quit with that. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, you know no, what I mean. Right, I'm right, just right, saying, right, right. Know. but there's guys out there like that, man. That's all I was saying. So let's go back to the let's go back to the white girl thing. So, or or just outside the race, you know. And I guess just as black, you know, you hear your he with that white girl, you know, yeah. or or skinny skinny black dude with the big white girl, you know what I mean? You always hear that. <laughs> oh, Maury, <laughs> yeah. you are the father. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, do you think do you think it's a uh, so like like Big Roy said and. Um, uh, Des, well, Des, you went to him. I went to a, major, uh, um, my percentage as far as high school wise was, I had a lot of whites in my school. Mm-hmm. You, you know, North Central, you probably it was probably about the same as my school. Seventy yeah, percent white. Yeah, and Big Roy, did you go to a majority black? Yeah, my school was heavily black. It was heavily black, and you know the Hispanics, we we, we was all together. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or even that, you you have black family, right? So here's the thing. Now that you are getting to a level to where you probably have your pick of the litter when it comes to women, do you think these brothers are going out getting something that they never had and been like, because here's the thing, honestly, women are going to be women. Women are going to give you mm-hmm. attitude. Women are going to give you Carl. I don't care mm-hmm. what the race is. Absolutely. Brothers is going to be brothers. White boys are going to be white boys. Men are going to be men. Absolutely. But he, are, are, do you think these brothers are w- more willing to deal with the must or the the fault the fault the faults of a white girl more than a sister because hey this is something new this is something i've never had and let me i must i'm gonna be more willing to deal with that than with a sister because i've been here before this this is familiar now i'm in unfamiliar land and then a lot of times these brothers think if it ain't white it ain't right or this is a part of success i think i think the part of success part i mean i think that a lot of people think white means you're successful yes um, you yeah. know so it's not i mean darkness and black that's that's not successful but a lot of people think if you get you a white girl that means you a step closer to getting what you want yeah that's because that's they think the that white means money mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. success mm-hmm. and so i mean i think that's i think that's more so than anything i don't i don't it's, i find it hard to i don't know i find it hard to understand how somebody could think that a black and white relationship is just natural. Like naturally. <laughs> I do because I, I Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like naturally just gonna happen like that. I think you have to search for this specific mm-hmm. white like a white person and like work to make that shit happen. I think it's just natural for us to be together. Just like watching roots. 
again, just a, a but yeah, like if y'all at home, if y'all watching Roots. I'm with a white lady happen? or a white chick, and we watching Roots. I don't believe, I don't believe that she will have the same impact or a thought process as She's I would not. have because, not because of the history. Nah, she not. But but go ahead, man. Come on. Right, come, that's, that's all. impossible. Come to the mic, man. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, man. Like, I mean, we're gonna get um, EJ. EJ on the mic because he had a couple. But here's the thing, and see, I get, I hear where you guys are coming from, but I mean, black and white couples have been successful and loved each other. So yeah, I mean, it's possible. It's always exceptions every room. Go ahead, EJ. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. We got EJ on the mic. I mean, love don't really mean anything if you want to be honest. I said love don't really mean anything if you want to be honest. Any two people can fall in love with each other. Correct. Like a man can fall in love with another man if he if he chooses to desire. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not to say any of us think that way. Of course we don't. Yeah. But in order for a relationship to match, they have to work towards it. You know what I'm saying? And they just have to work towards those differences. Now, as far as us and our innate are concerned, you know what I'm saying? They can't really agree with our innate. They don't really understand our innate. So mm-hmm. it's impossible for us to connect mentally in that area. And blackness is a really important area of life for black right. people. But know? don't two black people have to work together? You know what I mean? So like, like you said, love, every, anybody can love you. You can oh, love absolutely. who you want to love. Yeah. But when it comes to relationships... That regardless if it's black and white or black and black, it's going to take being able to work together but because, areas, because we though, still Thomas. can walk, but we still, because we can just, we can both come from different walks of life. Correct. But there are certain areas when it comes to like a roots, it's right, right now, my wife currently, we can sit and easily have that conversation, but the, the one before, it was going to be tough. That's, okay. that's, I'm saying that particular area of our life is going to be much easier okay. with a sister compared to somebody out there. That's because she can't relate to that. You know? okay. But here's the thing. What if, what if, okay, let me give you another example then. We keep it black, right? <clears throat> so what if Big Roy comes from, and I don't know what your high school was, but it was an all-black school, right? And then you get someone who went to a majority white school who had both parents in the house. Dad was, dad was successful. Mom was successful. Mm-hmm. And then you have someone like a person who came from a majority black. Mom raised them by themselves. Mom was on crack, so you kind of raised yourself in mm-hmm. a sense. Now you get with this girl because you're physically appearance. You see her. Y'all come from two different walks of life, but y'all both black. Don't you? Y'all, you guys are going to have these understandings of life going to be totally different, right? Is that kind of a similar thing to the roots conversation? Well, I think, I think you see what I'm saying. I think life in general, in terms of like your upbringing, yes. But when you think of well, I, and and I think it, I mean, because you think about Ben Carson, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he sees the world a little different than absolutely, you know, than another black person yeah. who is more conscious yeah. of what's really going on. You right? see what I'm saying? So, so you, I gonna, understand, what you you're know, saying. so you're not really going to be. A, I mean, you you can if you know you grew up with him. You've been y'all been coming from the same background. Y'all kind of have that that connection there. But if you have that physical attraction, and then once you get to know each other, and it's like, damn, I didn't have a daddy, she did, or I had my pops around, she didn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe think- she don't understand some of these things that, you know, hey man, light bills due tomorrow. All I got to do is call the people and tell them, hey, I'm gonna pay it, and then we're gonna they're gonna waive that late fee. <laughs> she has no idea to do that just because her bills have always been paid on time. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. that different walk of life, and that the same is that the same conversation of watching Roots with a white girl. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. I say I don't think so, man. Because you can you can teach you can teach a black girl to do those things. If they've never experienced it, that's just not in their experiences. So you can teach her to do that. With a white girl, you can't necessarily teach her how to be black, bro. She'll never it's it's not gonna happen. So I guess it's the lesser of two evils in your opinion to deal no, with. No, I'm just I'm just kinda, you know, playing seeing, you know. Mm-hmm. In order I'm saying in order for the relationship. Okay, I got you, I got like you. If yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. willing to work through that, then there's no point in being with a white girl. For sure, for sure. 
You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, for sure. that's good, man. That's good. Yeah, man. I, that's know, good. I like it, Joe. <laughs> yeah. 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 EJ coming through, man. No, nah, <laughs> but but no, nah, man, I think, you know, um, but going back to the athletes, you know, and I think it really boils down to me, man. I think really if you start looking at, so if you start looking at the conversation, I think it falls under the same line with these athletes. So if you look at a politician, right? So if you want to run for an office, the criteria is for you to, you have to be married yeah. because they have to see some stability and you're able to hold something together as far as a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes along with a lot of these brothers who, like you said, Des, they feel like success is being with the white, white woman, you know? And I think that's a lot of the psychology, you know, or the psyche of a lot of those brothers, man. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, so. I think that kind of brings a lot of, I don't want to say anger with sisters, you know, or something like that. Because when, like, when you when you do be successful, say become you become make it into the NBA or something like that, and you run and get that white girl. First thing the sisters looking at, okay, you was with me three, four years ago. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> but I, I think I, that's yeah, what know? I don't understand. I think I think sisters have every right to be upset. Yeah. Too. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that it's yeah. completely wrong for brothers to like to bail out on the people who've been there. I mean, you think about even in in society in general, it's usually sisters is holding it down, holding it down. Holding it down Holdin in it everything, down. church. Who's there? Yeah. Your sisters holding yeah. it down. If you look at our culture, everything. man, women are the backbone. They're the, they the backbone of our of Easy. our culture, dog. Easy. What makes a strong man? Yeah, come on, strong woman. Hey, come on, it's the man. church, church. Yeah. <laughs> and who's Shit. leading the church? Basically, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. might have, you might have a man as a pastor, man, but you see that congregation scene. is eighty percent women. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's man. powerful, right there. I love it, gentlemen. Love yeah, it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, you know, I don't think I think it's just going to be a continued conversation in our society and culture, man. I think you're going to continue to see brothers, you know, with white women or and or other, you know, mm-hmm. and um. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, man. It, I mean, I don't, if you in love, you in love. But you know, like you and said, then, Des, so you gotta think about. I mean, it's it's a choice that you're making, and you got to think about like your kids. You gonna have the struggles because I, I dated a, I dated a biracial uh, chick in college, and she was telling me about all the issues she had growing up. Yeah, you know, yeah, her mom yeah. was white, her dad. Was, her, I just read a study on that, man, bro. And like she went through. Yeah, I just read a study on um, biracial children. And the struggles they have, That's a, mm-hmm. it's a struggle. like you know, just I, I, they don't, they have to try to un, try to like, okay, what am I black or white? Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. if both parents are involved yeah. and both fa- both families are involved, you're black. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just being honest, I tell mine she's black. You're gonna be seen okay. as black. Yeah, <laughs> just saying, society <laughs> will see you black. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. being real with y'all yeah. fellas. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, did you see uh, Michael Jackson um, when he raised his kids? He was like, did y'all see that when? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's the what's the daughter name? Paris. Uh, yeah, Paris, when yeah. she was like, my dad always told her, "We you're black." You yep. know what I mean? Really? So, I yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. 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 society gonna see you that way, so it's best to hear from yeah. the one who loved you the most right. to tell you, "Hey, this is how society gonna Don't look at you." So yeah. be ready for yeah. what's to come. And and that's not. I mean, and if you're a white person with a with a you know a mixed child listening to the podcast, you gotta teach your kid that because, like uh, you said, society is yeah. gonna look at this. A few like a few uh, episodes ago, you had the uh, the two white ladies on who have I, th- I think they have biracial children. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Kells. Did Kells. Shout out to Kells. Yeah, oh, she, she tells her kids that they're oh yeah they're black. yeah Kells yeah. does yeah. because I mean she understands you yeah. know and she has enough people I think you know enough black people in her life to help her understand that right. and see that you know right. she's been around so yeah. yeah man I don't know I think um <clears throat> I think that's just going to be a conversation that we will continue Could to have, have yeah. because. <clears throat> Like you said, man, I think it's just going to be, you know, I, I think that's just, you can't change the way these, what they think. Right. Like, success is 
being white. But then you know? too, society is just becoming more and more mixed. Like there's there's fewer and fewer yeah. just black people or white people. Yeah. You know, yeah. When you think about kids in school, it's more and more mixed classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, than than even when we were in, even when we were growing up. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Man, you know it's crazy since I've been down here because I was thinking about this podcast and you know, um, Dead States Downtown Houston, and I walked to the store mm-hmm. and a couple other places we went yesterday. I see more because this is really hard, you hardly ever seen. I see more sisters with white guys. Yeah. And you know it's like I, it's it's usually the brothers with the white girls and you know but I'm starting to see more sisters with white guys. You know I think that um, just talking to some sisters, I think a lot of them say now they're like you know I'm just gonna you know brothers don't want to act right yep. so giving up on us. I'm a yeah. Yeah. How much do you see that like on social media saying yeah we ain't nothing we ain't shit all that's all, that's all you see you know what I mean down talking to brothers and that's probably why you seen that there because I've been noticing that for the last yeah. couple of years. Oh man. yeah, yeah. You it know? don't bother me. <laughs> just, nah, I don't bother. Just what, what it's coming <laughs> like, to. Like, hey, you do know? you, sister? <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be around just like all around for us. We gonna be waiting patiently. Yeah, and just like uh, and just like the brothers who think the white girl gonna be no problems and no headache. <laughs> they gonna, they be gonna be headache. headache. The, the white boy's gonna be problem and headache. <laughs> men are men, you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, man. I but love it. yeah, so um, I, um, man, I, uh, D. Murph, you said something earlier, man. But uh, I kind of want to transition to our next topic. I, damn, I forgot what you said. But anyway, no, I know what I said. Go ahead. I was gonna say how I knew a brother who was focusing on the white women primarily because of the heritage. How mm. the, the 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 white men would do our women. Ooh. So he was kind of like, "Yo, D. Murph, I'm payback." Gonna yeah, exactly. He Straight. Did. So he was just dogging them no, out. No, he was dogging them out just for what y'all did to my people. Mm. I'm going to make sure I get y'all back. And I was like, oh, I never thought of it like that, dog. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so he was on the road, man. That, that sounds like an excuse to me. <laughs> well, I'm just saying what he told me. You know, know what I'm saying? Hey, I know. I, know. I, know. I was just like, hey, I, I never thought of it like that. Sound like a well-thought-out plan here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that was war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you know what's funny, man? I seen this, uh, I seen this meme, uh, and it was his brother. And he was talking to a white girl. It was a brother, man. He he, he was, he had on, you know, he had on some necklaces. He was just, it was a brother. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to this white girl, blonde hair, white girl. She had on some shorts, um, you know, a little bit thicker, you know, mm-hmm. you know, kind of typical, what you see a lot of times, you know, white yeah, women, a lot of yeah. times are having more, cur- kids are having more curves. You know, yeah. you're looking like, how old is she? <laughs> 13. Yeah, I swear, man. <laughs> but just like, you girl, know. put on some clothes. <laughs> yeah. But n- now you'll see, you know, a white girl and you be like, man, she, you know, the booty huge. You looking know? like and a sister all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was a meme and it was his brother and he was talking to this white girl that, you know, had curves and everything. And the meme was, uh. A white man's biggest nightmare. You know, it was like it was just kind of funny. Like, but you know, you see that he seen him with his hands out. I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you, you could tell he was getting on. <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of funny, man. But yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know where we can go with that, man. I think it was just, you know, I think that's a conversation you can have and continue to have. Absolutely. Fellas, just watch Get Out. I bet you won't do it no more. Just yeah. watch Get Out. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that, changed, that changed my whole outlook. When D. Murray told me he went to go see it, and I went to go see it. I ain't never been the same since then. I'd be at work, you know. Yeah. Who, you know? Don't have no drink tea around me either. Even at work. <laughs> oh, my bad. I'm, I'm throwing out stuff out there. Nah, man, they probably see the coffee no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good point, man. You think coffee, about getting out. Do tea. <laughs> oh, man, I'm straight. <laughs> Go over there and they got a couple uh, couple workers. Like, right. I'm gone. Supposed to be turn right the driveway, man. Nah. <laughs> that's uh, funny, I love man. It, I love it. But yeah, man, let's transition to this next uh, next topic, man. D Murph, like you said, man, we all here. Um, 
all professionals, you know, I think we all try to, you know, morally try to do the right thing, man. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. just because we got to work tomorrow and we got to keep our job. And for the most part, none yeah. of us here are perfect, you know. Yeah. But, man, I, I kind of, you know, I was looking at it and uh, it was I, I wanted to see, you know, like the nice guy finishing last. So what I mean by that, like any nice person, nice guy, I just that you always hear that phrase, a nice guy finishes last. So and I, and I guess not guy, we could say girl. But why is it that people who are trying to do the right thing? become easy targets you because, know go ahead go ahead. because they think they're vulnerable oh he's too nice he don't have no sense he's a pushover or she's a pushover mm. just right off top mm. if i'm a super nice guy oh murph you so nice all right now they're gonna try to push me okay they, you know what i'm saying so that's that in a nutshell before i really start diving in deep on the conversation what about you viewer yeah, and I think it's and it's too easy to say if you ask that person, he's gonna you are automatically gonna think he's gonna say yes mm-hmm. off the top. Can you do this for me? Yes. Can you take me here? Yes. Can I borrow this money? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and like he said, Murray said, it's it's easy to take advantage of that person and get what you want out of them. Okay. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, I think man, I think you guys are right, man. I think uh, one of the things you know it's kind of it's kind of crazy, man, because you know, Dez and I went out to get some breakfast. We went to, uh, what's the spot? We went to? Snooze. Yeah, snooze. So me and him come in, man, you know, pants not sagging. You know, we both, you know, speak, you know, whatever, whatever. And try to be as as professional as possible. You know, just normal brothers mm-hmm. just having a, you know, bite to eat. And our server. She was the worst. The worst, man. Can't, had this attitude. And I'm like, it made you want to become, you know, turn into a nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just yeah. because I'm like, damn, man, you know, is it yeah. is it were we looking too nice or what? You know, what yeah. was it that you know that it was that was causing that you know for her to have this had this poor attitude or even let's just flip it, the brothers out here who are, you know, you see you see a woman out whatever and you try to be as nice as possible. Hey, how you doing? Excuse me, whatever, whatever. You know, even if you're not even trying to holler at her, mm-hmm. you know, you're just speaking because you see her mm-hmm. and she give you this turned up, you know, crazy look. It's like, damn, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be a respectful cat. You should know I what I mean? Should I just be an asshole? Whatever, exactly. But if you stay consistent with being nice, it's, it's going gonna, gonna to come back around. Okay. Look at, I'm, I'm using me as an example. I've always been the same person y'all see as a big homie. D. Murph has always been the same guy. Hey, how you doing today? Oh, man, if I, anything I can do to support you, cool. And now it's. Coming along. A, a lot of blessings have came my way yeah. because of that. And it's been times, even when I was single, you, you too nice. What you want? Nothing. I'm just saying, what's but, up? I and that's my, my point, man. It's kind of like, you know, like, <laughs> damn, If I really man. wanted something, I'd be like, yo, by the way, oh, my bad. <laughs> Listen, I'm just getting a little carried away. But, but <laughs> no, it, 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 it's just something. As long as you stay consistent, because people do run their mouth. Mm-hmm. So, oh, well, Jones was like, oh, man, he was trying to, you know, do whatever. But yeah. all he did was say, hi, how you doing? How was your day? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. He was acting a butthole. It went all through whatever mm-hmm. when that wasn't even the case. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. You know, you have a normal conversation with someone and then they take it somewhere else and be like, oh, like you just said, it's like, whoa, I was just being, <laughs> I was being cool with you, yeah. you know? Yeah. But you're used to the, the other guy who just, you know, and, and it just kind of goes with like, like you said, D. Murphy, you know, just continue to be nice and be respectful, yeah. and just you know what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the I don't know what it is with with individuals thinking that. Just like how you work. If you have a certain work ethic, people are gonna say, "Oh man, all he do is work. All he do is work." Man, won't you lo- loosen up some? L- leave me alone. This is what I do. This is me. And then five or ten years down the road, when you at a certain level financially, and that person that was like, "Oh, you know what I'm saying," is 
looking at you funny. Look yeah. where they gonna be at. Yeah, yeah. they'll see why you do all that working and all that stuff. Same as being off. nice to people. Mm-hmm. It pays to be nice to people. I have Jones. I have Des. Mm-hmm. You came from Indianapolis. We just met and we doing the show in his crib. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I was a if I was a butthole, I don't think I'd be sitting down with y'all right now. Right. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's all. But let's take it like this, man. So I want to go to a, di- a different way with it, man. So. You know, in Indianapolis, man, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of su- Southern hospitality, but as yeah. you go to certain situations, let's just take it to men since we all men here. So <laughs> we go to, and I guarantee you, we've all been a victim of this, every last one of us. We go somewhere, right? And let's say we go somewhere that's on, uh, what's that grocery store you went, you said you, because we were talking about grocery stores. Remember I said double eight, and then you said you went to one, there was one here? Oh, uh, H-E-B. Okay, so yeah, you're H-E-B in the hood. Mm-hmm. All right, you coming down, you need some bread. You coming down the bread lane. You and another brother coming down the lane. And we are forced to go into this defense mechanism. Absolutely. To where you may got to scrunch the brow up or you may got to stick the chest out a little bit more because that's the same thing he doing. You know what I'm saying? And you say sometimes, and we all been in this situation, and you may do the, the brother head nod. Yeah. Hey, what up, man? <laughs> yeah. And... The nigga just be like, go back to his meme mugging. Like, don't even speak. It's kind of like, you know, why do, why do we why do we have to do that, though? People do that a lot, unfortunately. Like, I, Yeah, you I know, why, why is that, though, bro? Why is that? I'm going to give him a prime example. Where I work, and this is numerous occasions. <laughs> I don't know why, but everywhere I've been at, they had, uh, they had me either train, a black person train me, or me take a black person's spot. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and it makes it tough because it's like, man, I'm about to lose my job, but now you coming in, I gotta train you. Mm-hmm. And it's like they almost yeah. set us up to do that. Uh, to be against each other mm, when it shouldn't mm. even be like that. Mm-hmm. So do you think the brother in the store we set up to ment- mentally Yeah, I mean, yeah absolutely. You don't That's want you, you don't want to look because weak. Because I mean can we agree? Everyone's been in that situation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and you don't want to look weak. I mean as another grown man, black man, you don't want to look like the inferior dude. You you want to be like if the dude does give you a look or something like that, you're going to look back like, man, what the hell wrong with this boy? Like, what's good? Like, you your first your first thing is clicks over, like, what's good? What's up with you, bro? I'm just trying to be nice and say, what's up, bro? But yeah. he looks back with the frown, like, oh, nigga, I ain't trying to fuck with you and all that. You know what I mean? First thing you're going to do is get defense mode. Like, okay, well, he bought that. Like, we we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we to take it there, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. But you were not trying to go there, but just off his his vibe, his body language and you, all you, that. Yeah, you, you, know? go, you, you do the same thing. Yeah. You know what Instinctly. I'm saying? But yeah. go ahead, what you say, what, that happens often, you said, you think? Well, and just in terms of like when you sp- like speaking to people, you know, yeah. so I, I speak to people whenever I pass because it's awkward to me to not speak to somebody. If I, if I especially if I a brother, them, yeah. especially yeah. In, in a situation where you like, yeah. ain't no like more a, of us. Like what up, dog? With the <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you're a brother sometimes. Yeah. You see, like, you walking down the aisle, you look at their brother, the first thing you're trying to do, do I know this brother? You know, you give yeah. that look, do I know yeah, you, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's yeah. the first position you look at a brother, like, man, I know I might know you, or something like that. You never know, you know, so that's my, that's how I do now. Like, I go to a shoe store and I'm something like that, I'm talking to a brother, I look at him like, damn, man, I got done know you if i know i'm cool with you we cordial and everything yeah, keep moving. yeah. you know so but it's about being a bigger person whether yeah. it's black white blue green at the yeah. end of the day yeah yeah out in public you still have to be the bigger person as much as you can yeah you know what's crazy man i've been in that situation before man where it was his brother and you know what i'm saying we it was a situation where we both was in a situation to where it was the i'm walking this way he walking this way so i'm like you know he goes to the the me mug and crunch up his eyes you know his eyebrows you know what i'm saying and you know i'm like 
man, look at this dude, you know. So, <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, a, I'm a still, I'm a still speak. Yeah. Because now you showing your insecurities of yeah. frowning up, showing your teeth like a the dog who barking really ain't gonna do nothing. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, you know. So I'm like, hey, what up, man? You know, hey, what's going on? Did a little head nod. Mm-hmm. He didn't speak. Mm-hmm. All right. A couple weeks later. I'm with my man. He was like, yo, my dude coming through. You know, a cat I know I work with. Dude comes. Dude comes. I'm like, that's that same dude. Man, this dude was one of the softest, nicest dudes I ever. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, why were you just mean? I didn't ask him this, but I'm like. Right. You mean mugging, like you know, but it's his. It was it's, it's our defense. Yeah, we like you said, Big Roy. You okay? I don't know. I don't know you either. You know, so mm-hmm. we go to that. We go to that defense of you know. Um, I gotta frown myself up and yeah. stick my chest. I'm, up. Too, I'm, I'm getting too old. To come do on, that now, man. man. Exactly. I, got, I got a wife and kids, man. If you want man, the bread, you can on. have it. Yeah, I'll go man. to another store. Yeah, uh, next I'm, block you, over, man. You can have the whole lane. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I met. But when I was younger, but that's how we was taught from our uncles. And all the cousins, like you need to be the biggest, baddest dude on yep. the block. Yeah. When they see D Murph, you gonna be that dude. You already tall, so now you gotta put the demeanor behind it. Yeah. But as I got yeah. older, I'm like, dog, I don't need to do that no more. It takes too much effort, man. <laughs> it takes too much effort. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Say I was an ignorant dude, right? Oh, yeah. And that dude frowned up and kind of had his face, his face uh scrunched up. What if I was a silly dude and be like, nigga, what you looking at? Yeah. Now he would have been in a situation to where he would have been put in a position to go to a place where I know he doesn't know how, where he right. ain't, that's not him. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, come on, don't, you know, you don't have to do that. And you don't have you, to do if that. If you did, like the, your example, if you hit a pop, pop, knocking him out, if he was another side of Jones, yeah. then you'd be like, oh, my boy just got beat up by some dude. You'd be like, for real? <laughs> like, man, that sounds like my story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'd yeah. Like, oh, like, my bad, dog. Yeah, yeah, like, so yeah. You just never know, man. Yeah, so, man, you know, the mean mug, the, the, the mean face, man, keep that, you know, you ain't got to do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, man. Man, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys. But I have a segment of my my um, my uh, my show. It's called the Stakes Is High Podcast Radio. Radio. And what I do is, man, me and the fellas, we always debate who's the best MC, Biggie, Jay Z, or Nas, whatever, whoever. Man. <laughs> right, right, right. I got my man that came in the crib. Uh, what up, man? He, uh, what up, AJ? What up, AJ? Brian? What up, man? We just we were just having. Come to the mic, man. If you want to? <laughs> <laughs> it's a group set in the building, man. I love Killwalkie's finest. Killwalkie's finest. Yeah, yeah. Number yeah. fellas in here. Hey, man, we just in. Uh, AJ was in the house yesterday, and we were just having a debate on who's the best MCs, the top five. Who's your top five, man? Ooh, man, top five. We doing Dead or Alive? Yeah. All right, let's see. Of course, you know, we got to go with the top two, you know, Jay-Z, Nas. Uh, got to put Biggie in there. Okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm this is a where he about to lose me. I'm going I'm to I'm throw, <laughs> throw a left curve in here, man. I'm going to say Lupe Fiasco. I knew he's going to lose me there. <laughs> yeah, he can rap, man. All right, all right. Lupe Fiasco got bars. All time? That's what he's talking he about, all time. Bars. He got bars, okay. man. Then I'm going to end it I'm gonna end it off with Eminem. Yeah, so no basically. Pop. So, yeah, he left Pac see, out. the thing is about Pac with me, like Pac can rap. But is he a lyricist? Don't matter. Is he a lyricist? It don't matter. Ooh, that's debatable, though. You know, no, we could be at ten o'clock tonight. <laughs> so, 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 like, so. Like, he can rap. Like, ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong. With, ain't nothing wrong. I have nothing wrong with Tupac. Like, is he a lyricist? You know what I'm saying? Which, which is that, bro? Go ahead, go ahead. I agree with him, though, man. Tupac's, in my opinion, Tupac's not really a lyricist. Like he tell beautiful stories. You know, he was a great storyteller. But was he a lyricist? So if we want to go, so. If we're talking about 
Like when I said, like I told you yesterday, right. we had to look at the overall picture. Right. So we have to have lyrics. We have to have being able to adapt. We have to have a person who can make a, a party hit, a person who can make uh, tell a story, a person who can all those things come to one. But isn't lyrics isn't that almost telling a story for the average person? Come on, man. Yeah, that's what I thought of lyrics as well. Like, See, he wants somebody to be complicated like an Eminem or a Lupe. Oh. He gives that. He gives you the complication <laughs> behind it. Or dead, or dead <laughs> so, even, so all right. So here, as you guys can. Here, this is what we do when we have our conversations <laughs> Man, about yeah. hip hop. So I would just wanted to give you guys an example of what we're doing. I like so, it so what I asked the fellas to do, it, I, I bought, I have it. It's called. Uh, there's another podcast. So shout out to Joe, Joe Button. He's never gonna. I don't know why I said shout out to Joe Button, but he's, he's gonna listen show? to you. Brother. He's gonna, <laughs> he has a podcast. Him. Tag him on yeah, come on, tag it. But anyway, he has a segment of his show called a sleeper sleeper uh, project or a sleeper song. But what I did was I basically had the brothers kind of bring a bring a song in that, you know, maybe it's a sleeper or maybe it's something that they listening to right now. So Stakes is High Podcast. Ray, who's first up, man? Stakes is High Podcast. I got to go into my radio voice. Go Let ahead. me go. Did you go first? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so first, the first candidate on the Stakes is High Podcast, Radio W1906. We got Desmond. <laughs> 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 I love it. Oh, see, my song wasn't here ready, y'all. My bad. Uh, who ready? Anybody? But I got uh, Hold on, I got it right here though. We ready though. Hold on. Y'all not gonna be able to hear it because it's gonna be going through the mic. So the uh, number three. Are you playing something up to date? But okay, okay. Go, tell me why you playing number three. I'm playing number three. It's, it's, what, it's what I'm listening to you know, right yeah, now. Yeah, what you listen to now? Idols become rivals. Ooh. And I like it because it's Ooh. it's a real song. Like people who you may have dealt with. You know, in the past, you thought it was your people. You thought, you know, you looked up to or whatever, and then you see that they may have been snakes in the grass. That's a problem, and that's that's real life. And I, okay. I like the way that that Ross called him out. He's like, "Hey, I love you. Okay, okay. you're my boy." But hey, so we're going with uh, Rick Ross on his new album, "Rather You Than Me." Number three, idols become rivals. It's Dez's pick. Here we go. We're in here drinking this Bel Air Rosé. That's how we do it. That's all we do. Bel Air Rosé. Eating Wake Stop. What you know about Wake Stop, nigga? You don't know nothing about no <laughs> Wake Stop. Yeah, you got Chris Rock near him. You can't have to sit down in the corner, shut the fuck up, and take notes, bitch. Just take notes. He used use that Jay Z and Benny Siegel. I used to see niggas on TV, man. I used to be like, yo, the niggas so yeah. blessed. You know what I'm saying? You're not listening to Sixty Tide Podcast Radio. You know what I'm saying? W1906. <laughs> <laughs> well, I grew up on that cash money. Bling, bling was yeah, well known pick, to flash money. Hit the liquor store after my Vic authority. Quick to switch your bitch up, pick up me a thicker shorty. Pistol on me, nigga, ain't no picking on me. We veterans, so it's better if you go get your army. If anyone doesn't know, he's talking about. Me and Trick Daddy go ahead, Dad. This is your song. Talk. No, you good. He's <laughs> talking about Birdman. Yeah, Birdman from uh, Cash Money. Yeah, he, he, he answered a lot of questions we've been wondering for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me get off SoundCloud. Might cut us out. That is Rick Ross. Rather You Than Me, the album, and it's his idols become rivals. All right, Dez, good pick, bro. All right, who we got next? 
We got Big Roy or yeah, Big, Big, Roy. Roy. Big Roy coming next. Big Roy got to come with some chopped and screwed. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't even going to go H-Town, you know. You know I'm H-Town all day, every day, you know. But I just, I mean, for me, I went for something that, uh, like I sent D. Murphy yesterday, something that I pretty much listen to every day. Not every day, but pretty much, and I need a boost, you know, you know, to get going by myself. You know, I'm, I'm a big, um, I'm big on Wale a lot, you know. I'm, okay. I'm digging him lately, and that's kind of like an old joint, too, that, People have probably been known about, you know, I mean, heard about before. So I'm keeping the MMG then. Yeah. All yeah. right. Wale. Oh, there's no days off. That's dope. That's a good song. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. But make sure if they do see the people see my good side. Black nigga with intellect. Sixth grade, I was special at. That's a good pick, Big Roy. Could have got y'all like 50 50 tracks of H Town stuff, but I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I do somebody's gonna come to chop the screen. Yeah. This is Wale, No Days Off. It's off the Ambition album, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Track number two, Stakes High Podcast. W1906. Alright, Big Roy. Nah, man, man, come on, bro. Dog, man, I, I had to go back to Outcast Club. I know Big Roy and I, we had um, part of the Why Not Sports segment, What's My Favorite Group of All Time, man? I said Outcast. So one of my favorite songs from them is Outcast with CeeLo in due time. Okay. Okay. In due time. So uh yeah, I mean that's what uh that's what I like to like to do man basically in due time man whatever you worked hard for or how consistent you are with your behavior in due time you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna reap those benefits man that's a good one right there bro appreciate that that's man a good one right there so that's kind of can't go wrong with them man yes sir yes sir yes sir all right hold okay. on go yeah yeah we gotta yeah, I'll keep talking while you set that up, there man. Go, so, yeah, it's a part of the song, man. He said, struggling is just a part of my day. Many obstacles. I've never been placed in my way. The only, the only other reason that I make it through is because I never stop believing in you. So, uh, basically, believing in you meaning the man up above, man. So, uh, like outcast. I said, yeah, outcast in due time with CeeLo. It was on the Soul Food soundtrack. That's why I said I had to go retro. Yeah, that's, wow. yeah, that's a, you know, that's a good pick, man, you know. There it is. All right. Third yeah. song. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. D Murph. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm in the zone, that dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, man. It's my, it's my joint right here. For my listeners out there in ATL, Indy. It's time. It's all love. Just keep your faith in me. Man, that's me all day. I appreciate this opportunity. You this? Yeah. Okay. We were just having a debate about. Uh, Andre 3000 being top five. That's my dude, man. So I'm gonna be biased, man. That's nah. my dude. 
he's, he has to come out with an album. Solo. But, but do you count Solo. The Love Below as an album? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. So <laughs> you could be top five with one album? <laughs> ah. Look at his longevity in the game, though. As a group. But he talking about that one album, though. That one album, that's the only thing we talking about. As a group. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep listening to this song, though. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. All right. Let's get out of here before SoundCloud. Try to, try to shut us down. All right. That's Outcast in due time featuring CeeLo Green. That's D Murph. Big, big man, D Murph. Big boy D Murph. All right. All right. I guess I got to be everybody with my turn. Yeah, your turn, right. dog. Get, get, get the host of the show. Right. Uh, get- hey, I dropped some heat the other day with uh, TC and uh, um, TC and Titus. Okay. All right. Here we go, man. I'm going to just keep. I got to. Y'all here? I gotta keep. I gotta go H town since I'm in, I'm in, up in Houston. <laughs> hey, man, come with you. you. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. I ain't even gonna say nothing about it. Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. already. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Drizzy. <laughs> Classic out here, man. You can't never go wrong when you drop this out here, man. DJ Screw. <laughs> Already. 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 <laughs> I'm so high even when I'm coming down. Just met a girl, yeah, say she, she from, from the H town. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys, going to come to Houston after this, dog. <laughs> you, you, you listen to Drizzy, he's telling you the, the real Ace Town experience, crazy. though. That's it, Riding down West Hammer and all that I stuff, man, it's real. Yeah, yeah, real Ace experience. Hey, why this Drake's going out? We're going to end the Stakes High Podcast Radio W 1906. Yeah, that's kind of corny, right? I'm sold. You got me. I'm that's convinced. It, man. So, you know, this is something I do. But, uh, hey, man, D Murph, I want to thank you, man, for uh, why this Drake playing in the background. I want to thank you for coming through, man. No doubt, and, uh, man. You know, like Dez, the hospitality. Yeah. yeah. And my big Roy coming through. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, yeah, job, yeah. man. I got to come back, man. Hey, yo, check out. Go ahead, club your joint. Oh, man. man. Like I said, listen from earlier, man. You can check out myself and Big Roy. Why not sports, man? We basically talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. And then also you can check on that drop. That show drops on every Monday. I also had a flagrant two pod, which drops every Friday, which basically is bringing weekly guests talking about nothing but positive vibes. Yes, sir. And last but not least, down with the DMs, a bi-weekly podcast with Penrose. And uh, we basically talk uh, about people sliding other people's DMs. There it is, Giving man. two men perspectives on it. <laughs> there it is. Big Roy, anything? Uh, nah, man, y'all can um, follow me on IG, Roboy underscore 25, Snapchat, Roboy underscore 88, and on Twitter, it turned the row. Turn up! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> follow, 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 you know. And yes, Dez is, you know, Dez is, go ahead, man, what you got, man, anything? Man, I'm just out here blessed, man. That's it, man. Hey, That's man, it. brother, in due time, <laughs> in due for, time. Thank you for what you're doing, Jones, yeah, man. man. Keep yeah, it going, man. you too. For sure, appreciate it, man, appreciate it. Keep it going, Appreciate the hospitality, too, too, man. No doubt, yeah, man, no yeah. doubt. So we're going to ride out to this Drake in a peace, everybody. Colors are light. It's about like 11 p.m. All right, peace. Thanks for podcast.